here. I just wanted to jump in before we start with a couple of quick warnings. This week we are going to be giving some spoilers, so if you have not read, watched, or listened to any of the Harry Potter books, movies, or audiobooks, then this probably isn't the podcast for you, because lots of spoilers are just going to be spilling out of our mouths like rapid fire, and we really don't want to ruin anyone's HP experience, and also you might not really get what we're talking about. So please, we encourage you to first read, watch, or listen to the Harry Potter book, movies, or audiobooks before you start, preferably the books. Um, next, I just wanted to say that there might be a bit of an audio lag because of the distance between me and Annabelle. So if Annabelle sounds like she's talking over me or I sound like I wait a long time before I speak, it's because of technology. Thanks, and let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Ravenclaw Club. A kid-friendly podcast all about Harry Potter. I'm Annabelle. And I'm MJ. So, as everyone knows, this week we are talking about Gryffindor! Yay! Uh, so, now, what should we talk about? Well, I'm pretty sure we should talk about famous Gryffindors. Oh, yeah, that's what we do every week. (laughs) Yep. So, I think the first one we should talk about is Dumbledore! Actually, I think the first one we should talk about is Godric Gryffindor. The house is named after him. Oh, fine. Okay, so I got this info on Harry Potter Wiki. That's a website? Yep. So Godric Gryffindor was a medieval wizard who was one of the four founders of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. He is said to have been very close with Salazar Slytherin, but had feuded with him over the admittance of Muggleborns, and they never saw each other again. Did it actually say that? Well, most of it. Are you sure? I might have enhanced it a bit. Aha! The truth comes out! Well, I'm moving on. Fine. Now can we talk about Dumbledore? Alright, so what do you want to know about the famous Dumbledore? Dumbledore? What? Nothing, so first thing I... (coughs) Am I doing a podcast with Umbridge? No, just the girl who has the most amazing fact about Dumbledore. Uh, okay, what is it? So, my fact is that the word Dumbledore actually means bumblebee well duh that's cool though i already knew that what does everyone know everything before me yeah as i was saying the first thing i wanted to talk about dumbledore is the basics about him because he's kind of complicated so the first is his name and that is also complicated because it's albus percival Wolfric Ryan Dumbledore. It surprises me every time how many names he has. Well, we're kind of close. We each have four names. Uh, I don't. Yes, you do. Mary Jane, whatever your middle name is, and then your last name. Mary Jane counts too. And do you even have a middle name? Yes, it's Magnolia, and there is no space between Mary and Jane. And how do you have four names? I have two last names. And both of us have an M as the first letter over our middle name. Mine's Margaret. Oh, cool. Now continue with your basics of Dumbledore. Alright, so next off, he was obviously the headmaster of Hogwarts, the six books that Harry Potter went to school for. And he also lived in the castle the whole time, too. Anything else? Yep, he was also the leader of a secret organization, as we learned in the Order of the Phoenix, Phoenix, called, you guessed it, the Order of the Phoenix. This group was (laughs) then destroying the evil Lord Voldemort. 
<laughs> Don't say the name! Uh. Well, I feel like that's the perfect segue into the main event. The Golden Trio! They should be their own segment. Okay, cue the music. So, in case you don't know... But you should. The Golden Trio is Harry Potter, Hermione Granger, and Ronald... Or Ron. Weasley. Who's your favorite? You can do them. Hermione. But she's my favorite, too. You asked me first. Oh, fine. I really like Hermione as a character. She's super strong and independent, and I can really relate to wanting to get only perfect grades. When I went to public school, we had report cards, and the teacher would grade you on each subject, obviously. And when I got mine, I always looked at it, even though you're technically not supposed to, unless you have a parent with you. I think I tried to get perfect grades, but I went to school, too. And you broke the rules? Anyway, I... This time, when I opened my envelope, it actually said that I didn't get all exceeds expectations, which I was pretty sad about. I got one meets expectations, which isn't that bad, but I still wanted to get only perfect grades. I really did feel like Hermione then. Wow, that was a long story for what exactly is the point? Well, have you never even read Harry Potter? Hermione got all O's on her owls, which is outstanding. Except for one, which she got an E on, which I'm pretty sure is exceeds. Which is basically the same as what I got. Well, it's exceeds expectation, and that's what you got in everything else. But um, hers wasn't a mistake. True. The other thing I wanted to say is that I also really agree with all the memes that say that Hermione is 90% of the Golden Trio. Because <laughs> even when she's not there, she's solving the mystery, like in the Chamber of Secrets, when she figures out that the basilisk is the uh, protagonist, I guess. And then she gets petrified. She's technically not, like, there there, but she still gives them all the answers and basically solves a mystery. Cool. And protagonist so, would be, like, Harry. That's huge. Oh. Oh. I don't know what it's called then. The main evil one? Yeah, I guess. All right, so you do Harry. Why? Because I want to do Ron. Yeah, like twice. Fine. Okay, I'll do Harry. I thought you said you didn't want to pick him. I never said that. I just didn't want you to pick twice. All right, so Harry Potter is, well, you probably know who he is if you haven't read the books. And if you haven't, read them now. Definitely. Harry Potter is well that he uh i can't talk about harry we read about him for like seven books what about our opinions on him brilliant okay so harry is a very complicated character to say the least i think for the most part he does the right thing but he is a bit angsty Exactly. And he also has a huge problem with asking for help. Agreed. I think Harry Potter is good. Yeah. A good seeker? Yeah, well, I can't decide if I like him as a character. Well, I do like him as a character. Except in the fifth book, which I'm on in my reread of Harry Potter. And he's kind of, like, really mean to all of his friends. Yeah. But he did say Dudley, who I think we can all agree was very mean to him. But likewise, Harry was the same to Dudley. True, all too true. Now, Ron. So I love Ron. 
I can also relate to him like I do with Hermione. He's funny and sometimes a little slow on the uptake. Like you and Dumbledore slash Bumblebee? Well, and even the whole Harry Potter series. I was, what, as we've discussed before, I hadn't even read them until recently. Yeah, she didn't. I know, sometimes she is insane. I can hear you. (laughs) All right. So now what should we talk about? I have an amazing idea. Okay, what is it? Well, you have to wait, wait and see, because this week we are sponsored by... But we're not sponsored by anyone, Annabelle. I know, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Alright, so what is your brilliant idea? We talk about the Sword of Gryffindor and the Sorting Hat. Nope. What? No. What are you talking about? Cue the music. Hey! Ha, I already added that. It's too late to refuse. But what if I don't talk? Hmm. I'm already wasting my time writing this, so you can't put anything else here. Unless you want to spend hours working on something else. Hmm? Oh, fine. But remember last week, you know, with Hufflepuff's Cup, that segment was so boring. I know, but this is going to be good. Fine. Okay, so I'll do the hat, and as we all know, the hat puts the students into their houses by singing an awesome song. No, no, no. The song are awesome, but that's not how they get into their houses. I know. I just really love all the songs. But anyways, the hat uses the skill of legitimacy to read the students' minds and figure out which houses would suit them best. And as we all know, it's enchanted by the Fidelity's Charm. No, it isn't. Wow, you really are slow on the uptake. Hey! Well, what I mean is, no one told Harry or any of the first years, including Draco, how they would be sorted. And Hermione didn't even read about it. McGonagall did. McGonagall did, so is she the secret keeper? No, because she wasn't alive when the hat was created. And besides, she didn't tell them what was going to happen. She just put the hat in the stool, remember? So who is the secret the keeper? The hat is! Oh. That's actually pretty brilliant. Thanks. So now I'll talk about the sword. So the sword of Gryffindor was obviously Dr. Gryffindor's sword. He, along with the other three founders, had relics similar that are used a lot in the books. As you probably know, Ravenclaw's diadem, Slytherin's locket, and Which is goblet unenchanted, all... apparently. Unenchanted Hufflepuff's goblet. Um, they were all used as horcruxes in the books, and the sword was used as a horcrux destroyer because of the amazing fact that it only takes in things that make it stronger and repels things that... I know, it's so cool. Because of the fact that it was made of pure silver and crafted by goblins is why it could do that. Um, And so when Harry used it to destroy the basilisk, it took in some of the venom. And because basilisk venom can ruin horcruxes, when you use a sword, it destroys them too. Awesome! I know, it's actually pretty cool. Well, that didn't sound awful. Agreed. Shall we move on? No. What? Why? You made me do the Sword of Gryffindor, so I'm making you listen to me talk about the Hunger Games. Oh, fine. But be warned, I might give some spoilers. Well, I'm not planning on reading it, and I don't really care about spoilers anyway, so. Alright, so. There are so many songs included in the Hunger Games. Especially this one that I really, really love. It's called Deep in the Meadow. And she sings it to this girl named Rue. 
Um, I'm not going to tell you why she sings it to her, because in case you do read it, you can change your mind. It's actually a huge spoiler. Um, but I get that one stuck in my head all the time, along with The Hanging Tree. Um, what else? Oh, I think that my favorite Hunger Games book is the first one, because that's kind of where all the action is. I like the parts where she's in the Hunger Games the best, so that's kind of why. And also, I'm on Team Gale, not Team Glad Lina. that's over. Don't be. I actually have one what more now? thing. What now? A quote. The last few sentences of the last Hunger Games book. Okay. <clears throat> I make a list in my head of every act of goodness I've seen someone do. It's like a game, repetitive, even a little tedious after more than 20 years. But there are much worse games to play. Okay. Oh, I'm, ah, I die every time I say it. It's just so good. Okay, now I think I might want to read them. <laughs> Yay! Okay, but um, now can we move on? I guess. So now it's time for... Book break. I love you too. So, what's your book this week? My book this week is actually not the Hunger Games again. Phew! It is a super duper classic book that surprisingly you also haven't read. What? No way! Yes way. It's Little Woman by Louisa May. Oh yeah, I I haven't read that yet. Ha! Whatever. Anyway, I have an idea for book club. Cool, so, I thought we could each say three things that we liked about it, and the other person will ask a couple of questions, and we will have to answer them. Cool. Okay, so my favorite things about the book are the time period, which I really love, the fact that it's written in chapters that kind of tie themselves up perfectly, so if you finish one, then you don't have to, like, you don't have to go on to mm-hmm. the next one. Um, and... Also, I really like that it's written about a group of sisters. All right, now it's time for the questions. Number one, which March sister is your favorite? So my favorite March sister is Meg because she's so similar to me. I feel like she's the oldest of the March sisters and is really nice, but also really likes things like clothes and shoes (laughs) and also is old enough to go to parties, which makes her character really fun. Cool, and I can agree with what you said from Meg that you would get along just fine. Okay. Next question. What time period is it written in? The 1860s. Next. Okay, cool. So my last question is, uh, what kind of food did they eat? Food, seriously. Sorry, I can't think. Um, what was your favorite part? That's much better. My favorite part would have to be when Meg and Joe go to the party and meet Lori and Amy and Beth stay up to wait for them to get home so they can talk about it. Oh, that's so cute! Okay, my book this week, it's called Galaxy Girl, and it's 50 Amazing Stories of Women in Space. It's by Libby Jackson. My three favorite things are, well, I'll start with my favorite people. And just, you know, I'm really bad at saying less names. So, MJ, I might need your help a bit. (laughs) Okay. So, the first person is Peggy Whiteson. Whitson. That's what I thought. Peggy Whiteson. She was born in 1960 in the USA and is a biochemist and an astronaut. She was on the ISS, or International Space Station, when they were still adding the solar panels. One quote she said is, In terms of goals for NASA before I die, we need to be living on Mars, and I might not live that long, so they better get on with it. The next is Claudia... 
Hegnir. Wow, that one's really hard. Claudia Hegnir. I'll go first. I'll go I first. Go. You get to go first on everything else. Okay, so oh, here's mine. How many Slytherins does it take to stir a cauldron? One. Okay. If they put their wand in, the world revolves around them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not sorry that I let you go first. That was really funny. Thank you. I try. <laughs> All right, so here is mine. It's actually pretty similar. How many Hogwarts students does it take to change a light bulb? Seven. One Slytherin to break it. One Gryffindor to volunteer to climb the ladder and change it. Three Hufflepuffs to hold the ladder to ensure that they're safe. And finally, one Ravenclaw to point out that they're all idiots because they're literally at a magic school and they should have just used magic. Okay, that was awesome. (laughs) And I think that we're out of time for today, sadly. Joke break. I'll go first. I'll go I first. Go. You get to go first on everything else. Okay, oh, so fine. here's mine. How many Slytherins does it take to stir a cauldron? One. Okay. If they put their wand in, the world revolves around them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not sorry that I let you go first. That was really funny. Thank you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here is mine. It's actually pretty similar. How many Hogwarts students does it take to change a light bulb? Seven. One Slytherin to break it. One Gryffindor to volunteer to climb the ladder and change it. Three Hufflepuffs to hold the ladder to ensure that they're safe. And finally, one Ravenclaw to point out that they're all idiots because they're literally at a magic school and they should have just used magic. Okay, that was awesome. (laughs) And I think that we're out of time for today, sadly. So if you want to hear more from us, we have another podcast called Hello World Podcast. And if Go you have any out. ideas for future episodes or just want to say hi, contact us on Instagram or leave a review with your comment. Our Instagram is at the Ravenclaw Club Podcast, where you can find tons of cool Harry Potter content that's, that's it. Till, till next time. Bye.